three, two, one. Welcome to the PLM podcast. We've got Catherine Sims here and you're going to be talking about mixed age classes, aren't you, today? Absolutely, yes, Kate. It's um, it's something that comes up a lot, um, I get asked a lot, uh, and actually recently I've received a number of emails about um, pro- like challenges from uh, mixed age classes and how to structure the languages provision there. So I felt that it was really, really important that we just put this podcast together to just show all the different options that are available uh, to you if you do have mixed age classes. That sounds so useful. It's something that I get asked when I'm delivering training as well. People will always say, um, you know, what their particular context is and how they've got maybe 1.5 form entry and the best way to approach it with MFL. So what would you suggest? Well, um, I have come across a lot of different scenarios, so I am going to go through a few different options on the podcast today. And what I'm going to ask everybody to do is to sort of listen, take notes if you need to. We will be following this up with a written document that will go on to the VLE, so we'll let you know once that's ready. But listen and take in everything that we're offering you here and then decide on uh, what's the best approach for your school. Because if there's something I've realised over the last few weeks, it's it's not a one-size-fits-all. Uh, there are so many different scenarios, so you do need to listen and decide on what's best for your school, because you know your school be- better than we do, and we'll just give you uh, these options. Brilliant. So I've tried to make it as simplified as an approach uh, as possible so if you are starting out and you have got mixed classes the simplest approach would be due to the nature of our scheme of work and how it is structured a year a and a year b approach and this will be that if you've got lower key stage two and upper key stage two then year a will be stage one for lower key stage two and just follow it all the way through and for upper key stage two, stage three, and follow it right the way through. And then you'll move on to year B the following year. And that will be stage two for lower key stage two and stage four for upper key stage two. And I'll give you the justification for this because you'll need to be able to say why you're taking this approach. And it's because our scheme of work, stages one and two are quite closely pitched together. And then stages three and four Uh, are also quite similarly pitched so it does work and I like to think of stages one and two as sort of building your foundations setting that groundwork and then stages three and four are where we want to really really push them on and if we take this approach then you'll build up that knowledge through stage one and two and then we'll really push them on and progress uh, and build up using those building blocks for learning so that's that makes that's, sense yeah it does because every stage starts with that personal info recap doesn't it lots of questions and answers and those opportunities for revisiting and retrieval absolutely so mm. you could see how there's still progress to be made using that approach uh, definitely yeah and like like you said Kate there's lots of opportunities for revisiting and then the key thing is if we follow that approach and we stick to it then by the end of the four years, they will have covered the four stages mm. of language learning like that. So I hope that sounds like a, a really simplified approach to those um, mixed classes. It so, does. Yeah. As a coordinator and, and class teachers as well, how would they assess 
right when so, you're following that kind of program exactly it's a really good question Kate and it's something that schools will really have to have a good think about now um we have our puzzle it out assessments and we have them linked to the scheme of work and they are at the end of every unit of work each half term with the four tasks for listening speaking reading and writing so we have them there but having a mixed class does add an extra element of, of challenge and so what we're going to be asking you to do is to take those puzzle outs linked to whatever half term of learning you've been doing and then look very carefully at the core skills progress document, which you can find in planning tools. But instead of just looking at one stage of learning, you're going to need to look at two. You're going to have to look at both stages of learning that the children are at because you'll have a wider span of abilities mm -hmm. and then what we want you to do is really think about if it's a stage one puzzle it out how can what can we expect um, from our stage two learners let's just up those expectations a little bit and let's differentiate by outcome mm -hmm. so we'll say right our stage two learners are our year fours this is what I'm expecting from you and this is what I'm expecting from my year threes and make that clear to them when you when you're assessing and likewise if you're following stage two or stage four, think about how you're going to adapt that task a little bit and what you're going to expect from each stage of learning. Because when you've got those mixed classes, as you know, you've got a wider span of ability mm. and we need to sort of think about that. But the tools are there. You need your core skills progress and you need the puzzle it out and you need to look at them together and think about how um, you can sort of adjust those tasks and they are powerpoints and word documents in the assessment so they can be edited slightly mm. if you if you need to so the tools are there but have a good look at them and decide how you're going to adapt them slightly I think that's really useful what you said about letting the children know that what your expectations are at that assessment mm. point and children in a mixed age class are going to be used to that aren't they from any other subjects I'm sure yeah, they'll be told definitely. that you know if you're in year uh, three you, you we're going to be looking for this if you're in year four then um this is your success criteria and and they'll have that in their heads as they're doing it so absolutely that's yeah. really useful mm. have you come across any mixed uh four or five classes yeah so this is where uh, it becomes uh, a little bit more challenging because yeah. as i've mentioned stage, uh, stage one and two or year three and four are quite closely pitched and then when we get to stage three which is the year five uh, curriculum it does up it a gear, a gear change, like, there it? is definitely yeah. gear change in terms of the grammar and the language content and our expectations of complex sentences and verbs mm. and so on so if you do have a mix four or five, then I do have um, a suggestion which would hopefully work, but you may just need to play around with your timetable slightly. And that would be to look at whether it's possible to split the class. Uh, okay, physically and, split. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe with a TA taking one group and a teacher with another. Yeah, and this is where I think actually our Premium Plus scheme of work would really, really come in useful it here. Would. Video lessons... Uh, you could imagine a TA taking half of the class out to an area in school and playing the video lesson and doing that lesson at the stage that they They're would at. be at mm -hmm. and then rotating, as I'm sure has happened with other subjects or like when you're mm -hmm. doing a guided read and you've got different groups and doing different tasks and a group going out and coming back in and so on. So I'm going to suggest that where you've got a mix four or five, really do think about our Premium Plus because playing that video lesson and they have their lesson at their stage 
And then you can imagine swapping over then mm. for the other half of the class uh, and doing it that way. And I think schools will find Premium Plus very useful um, because you can, you've got the option to use the year A and the year B approach. Or if you are going to split your group and do it in two separate sessions, then actually each year group could follow their stage, couldn't they? Their and just stage, their yeah, stage exactly. and just build up that way if the timetable and the schools can allow for mm-hmm. that then I think that would work really, really well. What do you think, Absolutely, I do. And I think what you've done is thought about so many different scenarios. (laughs) And there are more, and we know that. But um, like Catherine says, you've just got to take this on board and then think what fits practically or, Mm -hmm. you know, in your school context and and what's going to help those children make progress despite the fact that um, on the face of it, it feels like they might not because of the fact it's a mixed age class. Um, So that's been really useful. Thanks so much. Yeah, and just one last thing is we do have our mixed age projects. We have had them for a number of years, and I know there are some schools out there who are using them. These are where we've taken sort of a few lessons from one stage and a few lessons from another stage and put them together to create a mixed age project. It is there. I think the simplified approach, if you are starting off with mixed age classes, the simplified approach that I discussed earlier is probably going to be the best option. But if there is anybody out there who is using the mixed age projects and you want to continue to do so, they will remain on the VLE in the same place. So you can still go um, and access those um, and they will still cover those stages of language learning. But the simplified approach is the one that I would really, really recommend Mm. as a as a first option and then or the premium plus as uh, as a way of take, uh, taking those classes and giving them their true stage by splitting them up and using the video lessons and likewise the premium plus would work as well for the year a and the year b approach if that works better in your school so i know that's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of different options there and a lot of food for thought so please do Go away, have a think about it. If you have any questions, of course, you can get in touch. This will be appearing on the VLE as a written document as well, so you can refer to it there. And I just hope that these are giving you options, possibilities to go away and think about and work out which is the best option for you. Because as we said before, it's not a one size fits all. You need to think about what works best for your school because you know your school and I think if they have (laughs) any feedback as well I think we'd be really interested to hear wouldn't we so maybe not immediately but as things progress absolutely um, yeah if something's worked really well for you that could work for other schools then then get in touch I think that would be good for us to know yeah it'd be lovely to hear what you think and what's worked for you and hope that that's been really helpful really I found it really helpful thank you so much Catherine (laughs) no problem at all and thanks very much everyone and good luck